I'm Kim Strobel, and this is She Finds Joy. I've struggled with overcoming adversities throughout my life, feeling defeated and not having the confidence to go after what I wanted. But within every adversity, it can also sow the seed for something more in our lives. For me, that is teaching others to step into the arena of bigness, all while doing hard things and reaching for more joy and happiness along the way. I'm a truth-telling, real-talk happiness coach who believes in giving you the tools to create a life you love. Welcome to the zero fluff, no BS advice that gives you the small steps for big joy. Hello to our listeners today. I am so happy that you take time out of your day to join us for just little tiny tips, tools, and resources that hopefully move you just a little bit further in your life and help you step into your own arena of bigness. I'm very excited today. I found Sandy Forster. Um, Somehow her name came across me. I'm not even sure how just yet, but I love what she does. She is a money mindset mentor for women worldwide who are ready to experience more abundance and freedom in their life. Sandy went from welfare to millionaire, has been featured in Oprah's Aussie Secret, and she loves inspiring and empowering women to break through their blocks, manifest more money, hello, everybody wants more money, and create a life they're truly passionate about. Her award-winning international bestseller book, How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast, has been translated over into 11 languages, and she is the host of the Wildly Wealthy Women podcast. Sandy lives in her own tropical paradise near the beach in sunny Australia and has wild kangaroos grazing in her backyard every afternoon. Sandy, I love your bio. Thank you, Kim. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I I wish I could show you, um, I just made my new vision boards and I don't make them yearly. I I make them when I feel like it's time to make another one, but well, actually, so this older one over here that I still keep, both of them have me photoshopped in across from Oprah as we're discussing my published book. So the Oprah thing in itself is huge. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and then Jack Canfield, I saw that you were very involved with him. And of course, I've read his book, Success Principles. And so I am I just can't wait to share this story about you and how you went from millionaire or welfare to a millionaire, which is, I know, going to just be a fantastic story. So can you go ahead and, and give us a little backstory to all of that? Yeah, sure. So I guess the, the short backstory is um, I used to live in the most southern state of Australia, cold, and our family loved the beach. So we ended up moving to the most northern state. And when I moved here, I met a boy. I was 15, met a boy in high school. We went out for about oh, 11 years. We got married. I had a six-month-old and a three-year-old, and we divorced. And I had been at that time Um, kind of I've always loved sewing so I used to buy uh, cheap fabric down at the discount store cheap lycra and I'd come home and I'd sew it all up and I would create these um, swimwear and gymwear designs and then I'd find a spare store over summer and I would go and sell all my swimwear 
And that was kind of a hobby business and the, the money that we made from that business, we used to go on a holiday or put in a swimming pool or buy some furniture or landscape the garden. But then suddenly when we divorced, that entire hobby money had to be my sole income and it just was not enough to survive. It was how old were you pay, at the time? Or how old uh, were you at the time? I would have been about 33. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So so then I I was just I just really struggled because that money had to then become my um, you know, it, it it basically did a little bit for me. It it paid the electricity, it paid the for the car, it paid for the phone, but that was about it. And so suddenly, you know, I my life just turned upside down and I ended up $100,000 in debt and on welfare because I was trying to build the business um, with no money behind me, no connections, no anything. And it was just, I was getting further and further in debt. My overdraft was growing. And in the end, I just closed the door on that. But I was really, really blessed, really lucky. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, but I discovered the law of attraction. And I discovered the law of attraction through a course. It was actually at the time a home study course that you could study yourself, use it in your own life. If you really liked it, you could tell others about it. And that's what I started doing because it just, I loved it. I just, suddenly it came to me that instead of living this life where I was so far in debt and I was stressed all the time and I was, um, I was embarrassed and I was ashamed and I just thought, you know, what am I going to do with my life? No matter, even if I get a great job, I'm going to be working forever to pay off my debt. I was just, it was just not a, a fun place to be. But then when I discovered the law of attraction, I discovered that if I just felt differently and thought differently and focused on what I wanted to create, then I could attract it. Now, even if the attracting part wasn't true, just the thinking differently and, and imagining that I had a, a new house and had a car that didn't leak so much that a plant was growing in the back and, and was able to go on a holiday or buy fresh flowers or go to the gym or you know, just imagining all those things just lit me up from the inside out. And so I loved applying the law of attraction every day because it took me out of being $100,000 in debt and on welfare and focusing on that and all the stress around that to being in this blissful, you know, world of possibilities and opportunity. And so I really embraced it. And um, yeah, it worked. I went from, you know, in a matter of years, I went from welfare to millionaire. And you know, I I'm going to stop you a minute because I, <laughs> this story. So I stumbled across the law of attraction as well. And I want to say it was probably around 2005. I, I actually, okay, so I have this total spiritual side. Some people would call it woo-woo, but like I embrace it and I love it. And it's such a strong thing about me. But I had actually visited a psychic in Bardstown, Kentucky. And out of nowhere, she pulls this book off the shelf and says, I really think you should read this. And it was The Law of Attraction by Jerry and Esther Hicks. And, you know, some people would read that and just be like, eh, you know, but like for me, every cell in my body was vibrating. It's like, it's like I had this inner knowing, but, but it, I didn't know it was there. And I just became obsessed with reading everything that I could about that. And I, like you, I had been through a traumatic first marriage. I had a young son. I, um, 
I made $8 an hour a few years before that. And I actually rode. Um, so I was a program assistant at the school because I had a teaching degree, but back then there were not very many teaching jobs. Imagine that. And I rode the special needs bus for an extra hour in the morning and an extra hour in the afternoon, because that gave me 16 extra dollars a day mm -hmm. and 16 times five was 80. And that's what my son's daycare bill was. Mm -hmm. And so I'm into my second marriage at this point. And we're living paycheck to paycheck. You know, he's got kids. I've got a kid. Um, we had all this money that went out in court expenses for our divorce and child custody and crazy stuff. And so I, like you, I started living this in a state of being in debt. And that's like the magic of it is that knowing that your current circumstances do not dictate what you can begin to bring into your life. Wouldn't you say? Oh, totally. And that that is the exciting part. That is the part about, I agree with you, you know, law of attraction, it seems very woo-woo and out there and a bit hippie-ish. But honestly, I think we live in the most amazing time because science is catching up yes. with spirituality. I was actually on a call uh, earlier this year and it was in Clubhouse, and it was with actual quantum physicists and quantum scientists. And most of what they said went straight on my head, like literally their brains think in a completely different way. But one of them said something that just made my heart sing. And he said that spirituality has known so much around how to create your reality for centuries. And science is finally catching up. And they're at a, they're, they're rather than being at a crossroads, they're actually melding together. They're meeting together. The science is actually now able to prove um, through quantum science and through quantum physics that this is real. That this is so. Whilst it's got this very kind of woo-woo side to it, it's a very um, practical, scientific side to it, all around your brain and re rewiring your brain and how to make your brain work for you so that you see opportunities and create opportunities and attract opportunities. So yeah, it's really exciting. Time. Yeah, I, I love it. You're right. Because, um, well, I told you before we started, I'm reading this book called a happy, uh, happy pocket full of money, which is just also blowing my mind. And you said you had read that about a year ago and it starts out with the whole first chapter is on quantum physics and understanding. And so, you know, I find it interesting that most people believe in God or, or some kind of special power, some kind of invisible force, even though we can't see it. But like when it comes to the law of attraction and some of this stuff, it's like, oh, well, I've got to have science to back that up. So now we're giving them the science, right? Which, exactly. which is helping, I think, kind of move us in a different direction. And, um, and I love what you said about the imagination, you know, Albert Einstein, the great scientist, he said, imagination is everything. It is the preview of life's coming attractions. Mm -hmm. And exactly. I can see where, um, you know, we have to start to understand that our, our thoughts and our imagination, if we can live there, even though we, we, um, if you logically think about it, we might be living paycheck to paycheck in credit card debt, like you and I were, you know, $100,000 in debt, you said, but that actually the here and now, which is creating our future can be changed when, when we change. Exactly. Um, and it's really about focusing on it and not just with your brain. I always teach all of my students, 
it's about aligning body, mind, and spirit. <clears throat> Pardon me. So it's it's not just about thinking about what it is that you want, which I think uh, a lot of law of attraction just teaches that service level. Let just think about what you want. But the thing is, you you can sit around and meditate till the cows come home, thinking and visualizing about what you want, and it's not going to drop into your lap. So there is definitely the thinking piece. But then there's the feeling piece. You've got to feel as if it's already real because when you feel it, because your thought sends a signal out and your feelings attract it back to you. But then to even though you attract it back to you, there is a missing piece which most people are just, they just don't do. It's like anything. they kind of a bit lazy. You've got to take action. You've got to take action. And in the book, The Science of Getting Rich, which was written way back oh, in Wallace 1910. Waddle, Waddle, right? Yeah, yeah, 1910. Yeah. He said in there, I love this one quote. He said, by thought, the thing you desire is brought to you, but by action, you receive it. So thought sends the signal out, sends the order out to the universe. Your feelings attract it back to you, but it's still in the metaphysical. You then have to take action for it to cross from the metaphysical into the physical. And that's it. It's aligning body, mind, and spirit. And when thought, feelings, and actions are aligned, then that's when manifestation, that's when attracting to you becomes easy. I love that. And I want to talk a little bit more about that. Um, I think, yeah, I love Wallace Waddles. I read his book last, last summer while on vacation. And like you said, that's a book that was written in 1910. And so people have known this, but it it, it really is a secret almost that's now coming you know, I know there's the movie, The Secret, that was brought to fruition a few years ago, but um, there is this ability for us to co-create and understand that we have this power that we didn't know that we had. Um, I don't know why we didn't know that we had it, because when you think about what we're capable of, it's pretty amazing. But um, what you're speaking about, too, I think, you know, is, and, and I'm learning from this book, is beingness. How do I start to be, be right now who I want to be? Yeah, it's about then. embodying. embodying. Yeah, embodying it. Be. It's, not, it's not just about thinking about what you want and, yes. and feeling like you've got it and then taking action. As part of that, you have to embody, you have to be. So it's be, do, have, be, do, have. So you have to be the person. Like if you want to be a millionaire, like when I was $100,000 in debt, my whole aim was to be a millionaire. I knew that millionaires lived a different life. I knew millionaires had a house cleaner. Yes. And that's what I wanted. <laughs> like that was a huge goal for me. So it's like I wanted to be a millionaire, but I couldn't just sit back being that person, $100,000 in debt, and then suddenly be a millionaire. I had to think like a millionaire. I had to take actions that a millionaire would take. I had to feel like a millionaire. And I don't mean spending money that I didn't have. That's not part yeah. of the equation. But it's just it's just really embodying what a millionaire would do. The, the decisions they'd make, the choices they'd make, the things that they would do. You've got to be that person first. And so whatever your goal or dream or desire is, you've got to, you can't just think about it. You can't just feel it. You've got to take action. You've got to embody the person who would achieve that goal, who would manifest that dream. So I want you to break those three things apart and take us back to where you were when you discovered it. And what did you say? It's be, have, be, do, have, be, be do, have. Okay. Do, have. So give us some examples. How did you start to be a millionaire 
but, and like you said, you couldn't go from nothing to like, oh, you know, I'm going to go from all this debt to all of a sudden I'm a millionaire and I'm going to walk around and say, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire. <laughs> and I'm going to visualize it. And I'm going to think about it because you're right. There's so much more to it than that. And yeah. so tell us how, like, give us some specifics, how you actually started to do that on a daily basis. What yeah. did those pieces look like for you? Sure. Cause when, when I was a hundred thousand dollars in debt and on welfare, and before I discovered the law of attraction, thinking about changing my life seemed like impossible. Like it just didn't seem it was something that would ever happen. Discovering the law of attraction and discovering that how I thought could change my reality. So for an example was um, one of the things I did, I was, I was in huge debt, but I knew the personal development was, you know, like you said, you just felt this thing, you felt you had enough, well, Personal development was that for me. Even before I discovered the law of attraction, personal development was the thing that made me feel like, oh my gosh, there's more to my life than what I'm living. Like, I feel like I've been born in the wrong life. I feel I should be a millionaire, but I have no idea how that can happen. Yes. But then discovering personal development made me think and believe that there was more out there for me, that there were possibilities, that there were opportunities, that my life could be different hearing all the stories of everyone who changed their life, hearing, you know, it just got me so inspired and so excited. So one of the things I used to do was I loved going to seminars. Now, I'm already $100,000 in debt and on welfare. I went to a seminar, I had to put it all on credit card. I go to the seminar, they start talking about this thing called coaching. And they said, if anyone wants to know about being a coach in the, you know, in the break, just go and see whoever. Now, I'd never heard of coaching for a start. I had no idea what it was about, but I'm a bit nosy. So it's like, oh, I'm going to go and have a look at this. So off I go to listen about coaching. They talk about coaching and I'm thinking, oh, that sounds great. You can work from home. You can make as much money as you like. You can do it over the phone, which for an introvert, heaven. It's like, I'm thinking this, is, this would be great. But they didn't want any coaches in Australia. However, when I got back to Australia, I... I was at the time selling a personal development course based on the law of attraction. And at the time, the person who was a facilitator for that personal development course and the seminars for that course announced they were starting a life coach training um, academy in Australia. So the old me who would think, well, who am I? My life's a complete mess. Like, why would I even look at that? Thought, oh, I want to I know more. I went along to that. I love the idea. I went through the training. I became a coach. And what I did with my coaching was I then uh, very quickly used all my law of attraction techniques in my coaching sessions with my clients and to build my coaching business. And that, like, that happened so fast. Like I was a huge success story for that academy because I used what I knew about the law of attraction. And so then I ended up writing my book, How to Be Wildly Wildly Fast. And that became um, a bestseller and then a few years later the secret came out and suddenly everyone was wanting to know around the law of attraction but during all that process during everything that I ever did I always consistently thought about how my ideal life would be thought about being a millionaire visualized on a consistent basis said affirmations like when I was doing something that I didn't have to think about I always incorporated something to do with the law of attraction. So if I was doing laps in the pool, I was saying my affirmations. 
If I was walking along the beach, I was listening to a visualization or listening to something inspiring. If I was in my car, not once did I ever turn on the radio. I listened to my own CDs or tapes. Like it was always going into my brain about living a better life because when it comes to the science side of it, you've got this thing called the reticular activating system that allows, you know, it's basically not so much allows things in, but it filters out everything that because we see too much in a day, in a second. Hello, my friends. I want to let you know about an opportunity. We have opened the doors to the Happy Academy, which is my 10-month well-being program that teaches you my step-by-step proven framework to help you reclaim yourself. It's easy for us to get lost in the emotional fray of life. You pour your heart and soul out to everyone, but it's come at a cost. And we know that the mental and emotional toll starts to pile up and you wonder how much longer you can go at this pace. What I want you to know is that you are allowed to reclaim yourself. You are more than a mother. You are more than a worker. You are more than an employee. And you are allowed to feel good in all parts of your life. This 10-month program is going to show you exactly how to do it. We're going to pull nine major levers that have made the biggest difference in my life. If you are an educator, we offer this program to schools. I had over 2,600 educators go through the program last year. I would love to chat with your administrator about getting this for your employees. This program is also not just for educators, but it is for every person who is ready to take charge of their life, who is ready to unleash their potential and step into their greatness. You can go to strobeleducation.com and just click on the programs tab. Or if you're not an educator, go to kimstrobel.com and click on the programs tab. I would love to walk you through the next 10 months with me by your side as your coach. Yeah, and that's a part of the the eyes. Let's explain that to the audience. It's called the reticular activating Activating system. system. And it's part of the brain that's linked to the eyes, right? And it's like, it's almost like this gateway. And right now, if I said to you, what can you see? If someone said to me, what can you see? Well, I can see a computer and I can see a microphone and I can see a desk and I can see out the window. I can see trees and a barley hut and a swimming pool and a chair and a table and a grass and flowers and a kangaroo and like but if I was then to go one step deeper which I'm seeing my brain is actually taking in is all the different colors of the trees and the brown and the leaves and the twigs and the spider webs and the blah 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 blah. like there's a million different things that your brain takes in every second and if your brain had to consciously process that it would have a meltdown it couldn't do it so we've got this thing called the reticular activating system this little gateway that says I'm only going to let in what is important, what you've considered to be important. So when you sit around and talk to your friends about how bad things are and how much you're struggling and you've got no money, your brain goes, oh, that is important. So we are going to, when she goes out into the world, we're going to show her all the things and let her experience all the things to do with struggling and having no money. And so people wonder why their life doesn't change. But 
you get to actually feed through the reticular activating system to your subconscious mind what's important. So for me, focusing all the time, when I was $100,000 in debt, but focusing all the time on my dream life and listening to audios and getting inspired and hearing success stories of other people, my brain then said, oh, this is what's important to her. So all those um, connections, those opportunities, those things that were out there already, but were being filtered out before because I had the wrong mindset, suddenly those things I could see. Suddenly you get a phone call from something or an opportunity would crop up or a book or a this or a that or the other. And suddenly my life began to change. And that's the power of the reticular activating system. Yes. You get to, you're the one that actually gets to train the subconscious mind as to what's important. So then you begin to see it in your world. It's not, and that's the science part of it. That's not some woo-woo out there, magic, we're attracting it. But law of attraction is real. But when you when you envelope it with the science, you become really powerful and attraction becomes easy, manifesting. Yeah, I, I love that explanation because, and I feel like our stories are so similar. It's like I became on fire just like you with feeding my brain all this new information. So I'm reading every self-help book. I'm reading every book I can get on the law of attraction. I'm popping the CDs in to my... Uh, my expedition on the my 20 minute drive to work so that I can listen, listen, listen to it. And when you start to, what, what is that? You know, what, what you feed, you grow, right? And so mm -hmm. when you're feeding that to your brain, it's going eventually into your subconscious mind, which we know that 95% of what we um, achieve and how we, how we live our lives comes from our subconscious mind. And so when you're feeding that all of the time, you're exactly right. That's getting through that reticular, reticular activating system. And now all of a sudden your, your embodiment is a different vibrational level. And, mm -hmm. and it's not that those opportunities weren't out there, but I, I'm just thinking about you know, it's so easy for us to get into a fixed mindset. And, and even though you and I know this, we, we still are always having to practice it when things get tough or things get hard. But I know one of the biggest things that like has been my nemesis is trying to promote my, my, I, I have the education side of my business. And then I have like the, the women empowerment and the corporate and industry world side of my business and getting people to become aware of the teacher workshops that we're providing uh, just those particular workshops, it's, it can be a, like a, a marketing snafu. And then all of a sudden I had this idea, like, wait a minute, like I'm working out here all the time, trying to get these emails out, trying to, and all of a sudden I was like, what if I reached out to like bigger entities? What if I reached out to people who had connections with, with multiple schools? And so I reached out to a lot of the educational centers around the country and the school administrator. And guess what? It's like, oh I, I'm, I'm like, that was always there, but I just wasn't filtering for it. And so it's like these little miracles slash opportunities that have always been there. It's like your brain is now starting to attract and see those. And so exactly. I, I really resonate with that. And I always go back to people are like, well, how did you start your business? How did you become you know, I, I, my success story was pretty fast. Um, and that's the beautiful thing too, right? It's not like, oh, I have to work so hard for the next 20, 30 years, 80 hour work weeks. And then finally I'm going to have some money in my pocket. Like that's the old way of thinking. We can actually manifest very quickly. And people will say, well, how did you 
build your business. And they're looking for like, like logical business sense. And I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I didn't have any practical business since I was exact same here same here like people say to me now you know how did you create your success you know what sort of business acumen have, have you got and I said I have I don't even know what I'm doing in my business I like literally I'm not a business person I am a creative person who uses the law of attraction to just pull these ideas out of the quantum field and take action on them and that's another thing you know so many people come up with ideas yeah, but and they, they are inspired ideas, but they don't take any action. I I take action. And yes, I've taken action on ideas and they've been crap, but I've taken action on ideas and a number of my ideas have created me more than a million dollars each. It's just that, you know, I take that inspired action. I follow through and, and yeah. I just, and we're intentional. You know, like it's a daily part of, of how, yeah. how we live. So I always tell people like, here's what I, I'm a runner and I run about 40 miles a week. And I'm like every, I like you, you know, when I had more relaxation, I'm running or exercising, I would see, I I didn't even have a business, but I would see this business called Strobel Education. And I would see myself on a stage with thousands of people and I would feel what that would feel like. And I, I would watch the people in the crowd kind of be transformed. I would watch them leave and and, and know that they had an opportunity to make their life better. And so I, I would visualize it. I would use my imagination. I would feel it. But then that's not all I did. I'm over there going, gosh, I don't know. Well, let's purchase www.strobeleducation.com. Let's have my husband, who's a graphic designer, make up some business cards. And on that business card, we're going to slap down that I'm a motivational speaker too, right? Like, And so I started yeah. to take all these um you were embodying yes. being that successful person well before it ever right. happened. Yes. That's the key. Yeah. So I was feeding my brain, right? I'm listening to podcasts about it. I'm researching other successful people. I'm imagining it. I'm visualizing it. I'm feeling the feelings with it. And I, I, I just did that this morning on a run because one of my, um, w- w- one of the things I'm attracting right now is a second beach home. And so, of course, I have my vision boards with it. I wake up in the morning and I look at it and I see, oh, there's Kim and Scott Strobel and, you know, there's their family and their kids enjoying it. But when I was on my run this morning, I was like, hey, let's let's just walk yourself through a typical day in that home, you know, and and what does that look like? And, and there's my extended family enjoying that home with us. And then I'm on Zillow and I'm watching that particular home. I'm pulling it up every two weeks and I'm like, oh, there's our home. Let's take a look at it again. Let's look at the inside. And, you know, and so I'm feeding my brain all of that. And it's just, it's just to me, it's a tool that we all can use to make our lives better. Even when our logical mind goes, I'm never going to have a better life than what I have right now. I I make $8 an hour and I, (laughs) you know, and and like, I remember even, and it's not just about material things, you know, it's not just about money because money buys us freedom. Money buys me the ability to support a student that doesn't have any family in his, uh, you know, ability to get his college degree and things like that. But um, it's understanding that, all we have is the present moment right now. And from that present moment, regardless of your past, you get the opportunity to now begin to create what you want your life to look like going forward and that you have the power to do that. Totally. And the thing is, it's not just you. This is, this is where I think some people 
get a little bit stuck like who am I to do anything like you know mm-hmm. but understand that we are, have been brought into this world and the reason is you know we're here to grow we're here to expand we're here to become the best version of ourselves and the universe is actually supporting us it's not us all on our lonesome the universe is is behind us every step of the way and the universe wants more for you than you ever want for yourself and so when people get kind of stuck or you know I've got this job and how am I ever going to make any more money how am I going to change my life just know that the universe has a gazillion ways it can bring more to you a gazillion ways so don't get stuck in your what Oprah calls your tiny mind trying to figure it all out yourself you just want to get really clear on how you want your life to be the end result and the universe will devise a plan and to make it happen you've just got to continue to focus on what you want continue to feel it's real continue to take action toward it and the universe will reveal the steps as you go That's an important point that you made. Two points. First of all, I love that you bring Oprah into this because she is a huge influencer of this type of thinking. She believes that she has uh, co-created with universal intelligence and God to, to manifest this life. And she's very much a student of this way of thinking. Um, And then the second thing that, that you said, gosh, it just went right out of my mind. What was it? Um, It's, it's just that idea. I think of what, what you said is, oh, it's that we don't have to figure out how that's where people get stuck. Right. So they go like, but how am I going to do this? Or I don't have this skill set or how, 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 and that's where your statement of like the universe supports you. I think Paulo Coelho has that wonderful quote that says, when you want something, all of the universe conspires to help you achieve it. And so there's a little bit of relief when, when you can let go. And that's part of the process too, isn't it? Because if you're always like, I want, I want, I want, okay, I just have to work harder. I just have to do this. I have to do this. I want, I want, I want. Then it's like, what you're basically saying to your brain is I lack, I lack, I lack, I lack. And so understanding like, okay, I'm, I'm doing my affirmations, which by the way, I just learned another trick. I've been doing affirmations for years, but I don't know if you know this trick or not. Um, was in another abundance book I just read or some prosperity book my goodness I'm always reading something about that but um so you know the I am statements that affirmations which we we do a lot of talking about this in in my happy academy which is the program that I kind of walk uh people through it's a 10-month program that I offer but when I teach the affirmations we now know that if you say those orally they're more powerful I don't know if you knew that or not it's not enough to say them inside and I never knew that your words have power. Your words have a vibration. Yes. And that's the key. They have a vibration because everything, everything is made of energy. And thinking them is one thing, but saying them sends out an energy, sends out a vibration yes. into yes. the universe. Yes. Yes. And so that's something I just added. And then the second thing they suggested was ending by saying like, thank you, Jesus Christ, or, you know, thank you, universal intelligence. Thank you, spirit. And so, you know, now when I read one of my affirmations, like, you know, I've got uh, 10 of them right now, but one of them is, um, I trust myself in all situations. So I say, I trust myself in all situations. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Um, I am generating at least $1 million in 2022. Thank you, Jesus Christ. I am healed from my panic disorder and experiencing divine restoration. Thank you, Jesus Christ. You know, and so I've added that layer and then I'm also saying them at night. 
And yeah. uh, so I, I'm like, yeah, you're, I've been a- you've definitely got it all nailed because, you know, adding that thank you, thank you tells your mind and the universe that it's already a done deal. Like you don't say thank you for something that hasn't happened. You say thank you for something that's occurred. So you're, again, rewiring your brain and just really allowing it to happen. And then saying things at night, again, beautiful, because as you go off to sleep, that's what's percolating in your mind all night. That's what's, that's what's um, allowing you to just bathe in all that beautiful deliciousness of what your affirmations are. So rather than going to sleep, worrying about things you said to someone during the day and what you've got to do tomorrow, you, you're putting your brain in that beautiful place. And at nighttime is a, an amazing time to actually come up with the most incredible things. I remember hearing the story about Mark Victor Hansen and um, Jack Canfield when they you know, were writing their books and trying to come up with a, a name. And Mark Victor Hansen used to go to sleep at night saying, bring me a million dollar title, bring me a million dollar title. Or maybe it was bring me a best selling, bring me a best selling title. And he'd say that over and over again. And then one night he just woke up in the middle of the night, chicken soup for the soul, rang Jack and his wife, Jack's wife answered and said, hello. And, you know, I've got to speak to Jack. She hands the phone to, to Jack saying, your other wife is on the phone. Right. <laughs> he said, you know, what the name of the book? And, you know, I've used that, that same process myself. I, that's how I came up with Wildly Wealthy Women. I remember going to sleep myself saying, Bring me a million dollar idea. Bring me a million million dollar idea over and above all the other processes I was doing. And then I woke up one morning with the name Wildly Wealthy Women in my head and I went online. I registered it straight away. No idea what I was going to do. And then about three or four months later, I told the person I was working with my idea for this program that incorporated all her practical knowledge with all my mindset staff. And uh, we have Wildly Wealthy Women's Wicked Weekends where we get together and do mindset and practical and beach walks and massages and vision boards. And, and you know, that idea launched it about a month later, it didn't have anything created. It was just an idea and made, um, oh, I think it was just under $2 million in just a couple of months. So, yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it was a weekend retreat. It was, it was actually a 10 month, uh, no, it was a nine month program. We made oh. it nine months because we wanted it to be kind of in relation to, you know, women and nine months and miracles can happen in nine nice. months. And we had not one piece of, not one piece of content created. Like yes. it was literally just live calls every week. She talked practical, I talked mindset. And then we had these live events where everyone came together and sort of oh, you know, networked and stick. And that that was just, you know, allowing the universe to bring me an idea and taking action on it. And I I love that. That is one of the things I've learned as a businesswoman is put it out there. You don't have to have it all created. You don't have, you just put your idea out there. Here come everyone, they flock to you and then you create it, you know, as you go. And I think just for any business people who are out there listening, sometimes it's, it's like, we think we have to have all our um, I's dotted and our T's crossed and we have to have everything perfect, which keeps a lot of us from, from taking action and actually launching our dang idea. And totally, totally. I'm, I'm, I actually teach, we hear about ready, aim, fire. So ready, come up with the idea, aim, get everything all perfect and fire, get it going. So I actually teach ready, yeah, come up with an idea, fire, just get it going and then aim, tweak it, make it better, improve it later. Oh, I love that. I love that. Okay. I know our listeners are going to be very interested in learning more from you. Um, And I'm actually thinking that uh, I've got, so, so this happy Academy is like the 
it's like the nine levers that 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 I've pulled in my own life to kind of help me really step into my potential and start living a life that feels really good from the inside out. And so one of the modules is all about this idea of how do we become these co-creators of our life. And, and so I may have to uh, hire you to come in for one of our happy hour group coaching calls, Sandy, um, just because you have a lot to offer this as well. So where can people find you and your programs and everything that you offer? Yeah, sure. So the easiest way is to go to wildlywealthy.com. Um, that's where you'll see all about me, different programs. My, my one that I absolutely love, which is Millionaire Mindset Experience. That's the one that creates money miracles in people's lives. But you can actually, for your listeners, um, I've got a Wildly Wealthy freebie bundle that has some affirmations, visualizations, can really start you on that path to changing who you are on the inside, changing your mind, changing you at a cellular level so you start to change things on the outside. And they can get that at wildlywealthyfree.com. Okay, and I'm going to post those links, your website link, the freebie link in the show notes so that people can just grab them right from there. Um, And then I'll also post the books that you and I talked about, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace Waddles, A Happy Pocket Full of Money and think there was one other one that we maybe mentioned, but I'll make sure and post those in the link. Um, Everybody, if you've enjoyed this episode, we would love to hear from you. I always love connecting to my listeners and knowing what's resonating with them. So if you're on Instagram, take a screenshot of this podcast and tag me at Kim Strobel Joy. Sandy, are you on Instagram? I am Sandy L. Forster. Okay. And I'll put that in the links too. So tag us Let us know you're listening. Let us know what resonated with you. And that allows me to kind of see what what kind of content to keep bringing you. So thank you so much, Sandy. I really appreciate you taking the time to share share your wealth of knowledge. And just your accent is just beautiful to listen to. (laughs) My pleasure. And I just want to leave listeners with one last thing and know that don't think that, oh, this works for everyone else, but it's not going to work for me. Because for me personally, I dropped out of school I didn't even finish high school. So I dropped out in grade 11. I had no connections, nobody I knew that had any money. I had no skills. I literally had nothing. And so, you know, ending up $100,000 in debt and on welfare, you would think, well, how could she ever change that? But I embraced the law of attraction and I combined it with the science and my life has transformed. And I know, you know, I've gone from welfare to millionaire and I've helped other people become millionaires too. So I know this absolutely works. So if I can do it, you can do it too. Love that. And that's so true. Uh, again, our logical mind gets in the way and we say we're not smart enough or we're not talented enough or we're not skilled enough. And believe it or not, we are just in ways we don't even realize. It's like there's mm-hmm. some special magic that's hidden in there. And when you start to live your life this way and you start to apply these concepts, it's like these these little miracles are born out of you. I mean, I always say, I, I here I am, a, a motivational speaker, and I stand on a stage in front of thousands, and and I'm the high school girl who shook so bad in her high school speech class that I couldn't even read my little index cards because my hands were shaking. And, and that so, was me too. Yeah, yeah, right? And now yeah. we do this work. And so I love that. Really what you're saying is please don't underestimate your ability to do this, no matter what your past or your background is. And so that's really encouraging. And I appreciate you dropping that little, uh, little bit of encouragement to our listeners. Thank you. All right. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for joining me on the She Finds Joy show today. I'm so honored that you chose to listen to this episode. As always, this conversation will be continued in my free private Facebook group called She Finds Joy. You can join that group by going to kimstrobel.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other people just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we drop a new episode every other Wednesday. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to kimstrobel.com forward slash review. That will put you in Apple Podcast where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down just a little bit, you can leave a five-star review and write a few sentences letting me know what you thought. It's so very important to get people to leave a review for my podcast. The reviews help me get higher on the iTunes list, and that will show up when people are searching for a new podcast, and it will really help us get new subscribers. So if I could ask one little favor for you just to go to kimstrobel.com forward slash review, give us a review and give us a comment and let us know what's been helpful. Thank you so much for listening in. I am really honored to be a part of this community with you.